what is the number one piece of advice you give early stage founders? So I'm going to give a fairly general answer to this question because I think in some ways I find the one piece of advice question can be a dangerous question because I feel like entrepreneurship is very context dependent. And what may be the right kind of one piece of advice for one business turns out to be wrong for a different business in a different circumstance. So my my general answer is um, to try to deeply understand the why behind everything that affects your business. Um, A classic example, I think, is understanding why customers want what they want or do what they do um, and getting beyond that surface level of customer saying, I want this, to really understanding why they want it or why they're doing what they're doing, because often there's a ton of opportunity there, you know. They, they may be buying, you know, digital cameras and they say we want high resolution, more megapixels. Um, but if you really get inside their head, what you understand is what they really want. You know, the why they want more megapixels is because they want better photos. And there's a whole host of things that may influence the better photos. And they're, they're saying megapixels, but what they really mean is better photos. And if you really get in their head and really understand that, you've got all this opportunity because the competitors are going after one thing and you can go after something totally different and have a different positioning that they didn't see coming. Um, so customers is one classic way, but it goes beyond that. I, I find it comes up again and again and again. Um, it can be organization structure. Um, you know, in our industry, everybody had highly commissioned salespeople. And if I went around and I asked everybody, what's your one piece of advice on building an alarm company, they'd all say, hire a great sales leader, set up a great sales commission structure, pay your people, pay your salespeople. Well, they should be the best paid people in the company because that's, that's your bread and butter is those salespeople. And if you get to the why behind that, it was because they were selling a long-term contract of an expensive service that was wired into your walls. It was this huge commitment for the customer. And so that's why they needed the salesperson to push them past all this friction. And there's all this friction in the way of the customer getting their alarm system because, man, I got to get wired. I got to have appointments. I've got to pay this. I got to sign this contract. There's like so many barriers. You got to have a salesperson pushing people through all that friction. When we realized, you know, our, our reason for being was to remove all that friction for customers. We took down all of those barriers. So why would we need highly commissioned salespeople? It's going to add hundreds of dollars of cost to the customer, and they don't have that friction to get over anymore. We can get rid of all that. It becomes very powerful for the business. So our organizational structure took that took that apart. Um, now that said, you know, you sh- you shouldn't do things differently just to do things differently. Just because the rest of the industry has salespeople doesn't mean you shouldn't have salespeople. Maybe they're doing it for a very good reason. So it, it all comes back to deeply understanding why why you would have an organizational structure of a certain kind or why customers are doing what they're doing or you know, why employees are doing what they're doing and why they value working at your company or not. And you can come to different answers and there's a lot of power and opportunity in being different where it makes sense to be different. And that comes from under, understanding the why.